My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. why why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday you already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent you already know that next level results require next level effort period but why is today different than any other day what's your why how are you gonna get to the next level see most of you want to make it to the promised land of success but aren't willing to make the sacrifices let me be clear. Nobody said it was gonna be easy. No handouts, no excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm up for this moment right here, today. Are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action. Just be better. Just be more. Be more today. What's going on, folks? Your boy again, Dr. Thomas here, back in the building with another episode of the Be More Today show. We are back. We are back. We are back in the building. And, folks, episode 110. Do you believe it? We have been doing this thing for the last three years, season three now, coming to the end of the season, and it's been just a journey. And it's been a great journey watching so many people do extraordinary things from the beginning being ordinary and then taking that to the next level in so many ways. And it's thanks to the Be More Today movement. We've been doing this thing from its inception. Be More Today is the movement, as you already know, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. We're everywhere with our website, bemoretoday.com, with our book, our More Merch. And of course, our podcast, which is now heard in over 63 countries with over 30,000 downloads. It's all thanks to you and your support and your love. I truly appreciate it. And my boy today is on with me because this is our annual Spartan Sunday Run Club NYC Marathon Recap. And it's a great one. So Ishmael Torres, my co-leader for Spartan Sunday's Run Club, thank you for being on the show with me today. I appreciate you. What is going on? 
What up, what up, what up? We're back again. Um, a new graduating class. I have a little tear down my eye to see them kind of leave Staten Island and get going. And, um, you know, just back just to give them to, their time to shine. You know, they went through all the journey and, um, you know, let's give them their chance to highlight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our quote for today is simple as always. We always have a quote to go with our theme for the show. And it's by Ernest Hemingway. And he said, it is good to have an end to journey toward, but it is the journey that matters in the end. This has been a year-ish where you and I have set some ground rules for this run club. We talked about a lot of different things. Iron sharpens iron. We talked about going out there and conquering our obstacles. And we've seen so many people do that this year. Uh, from the little challenge in Puerto Rico to us running in Chicago, to people running in Berlin, uh, and of course, to the people who have been here in the U.S. doing so many road races and virtual races, and of course, the NYC Marathon. I got to ask you, Ish, as this running club continues to grow and prosper, what has been the underlying greatest point for you, uh, looking at this thing grow from its inception, seeing the various stories of people just coming out and, and just doing great things, what has been the underlying theme for you or underlying uh, exciting point for you as you watch this journey for so many people? Uh, underlying point is it was actually our theme last year is that anything is possible, right? Um, we didn't really talk about it much that theme last year because, you know, COVID and everything that was going on. But um, one thing, our, our, our motto for Spartan Sundays has been conquer your obstacles. We've had so many people come to us and say, you know, I see you doing this. I don't know if I can do it, yada, yada. And once they kind of decide to make the decision to go on the journey, the steps and seeing the progression to get there has been, uh, I don't want to say awe-inspiring. I guess that's the word. Yeah, awe-inspiring. And then, you know, to see people look at them, they don't look at me anymore. They look at them and say, she did it or he did it and all that stuff. And then you go, then you get the little sneak attack question like, hey, Sean, hey, Ish, you know, I think <laughs> I want to do it now. And, um, you know, that that is that is also really cool. But um, I've said this to you in private conversations and I'm going to say it now live. This little thing called running has taken us around the world, you know. We, we started with the local races. We started with, you know, the Spartan Mud Runs, um, local. We ventured out to another state. We ventured out to now Europe. We have Spartans going to Japan. We have Spartans going to the Caribbean to run. And uh, to see it start from its little, its little underground thing to what it is now is it's just awesome. And, you know, I got to represent because, you know, I brought the jerseys. You know, I got my weapon jersey here. And then, you know, I still have this from last year, my little gold turtle. And um, I would say for me personally, seeing me make custom uniforms, shout out to Be Great for the designs um, for every location that people decide that they want to go to is kind of another stepping stone of this is working because a custom uniform to me was means we're doing something that we've never done and you know to put a graphic to put um 
all of those things together, you you really can't say anything else. And this group this year, um, not nothing against the group before, like when we had 25, but this this group this year was kind of like the I don't know, the I don't know group. I don't think I'm gonna do this group. And you know, to see them actually kind of see the smiles in their face as they're training and all that stuff, you know, that's that to me is enough. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to bring them on. I just want to talk about our sponsors first before we get into our guests for today, because there have been certain people who've been with us for this journey, right? You said the custom jerseys have been one thing, and that's been a, a totally different uh, area or arena where we've actually gone out there and made our own logos, made our own design, made our own marks. And that's really thanks to you and, of course, Jam Rock, a.k.a. Kingston Red, for doing so many things. But there have been so many other sponsors who've helped us on this journey uh, when it comes to hydration and so many other things. Do you want to just share with listeners who some of our sponsors were for this year, 2022? Yeah, so um, our big, our biggest sponsor is our prevention and wellness sponsor, JAG1 Physical Therapy. Um, we just want to give them a very special shout out because uh, they're located in the tri-state area and Pennsylvania. And um, any of our runners are able to go to any of the locations, um, get some treatment, get some prevention, um, and be ready to kind of come out the next week and do their workout and kind of understand that they got that personal touch kind of waiting for them, you know, to make sure they get to the starting line. Of course, I got to shout out B-More today. You know, <laughs> I got to shout you out um, for... Uh, kicking our butts at the same time. And, you know, um, I don't want to say like, uh, are you dead yet? You're running. Yeah, you're running, but you're still here, you know, and you putting that accountability to us has been really good. Um, Traveling Niece, who is one of our participants in this year's marathon, has been accommodating us throughout the whole world and continues to do so. Um, it's been great to kind of have that peace of mind of knowing that I don't have to deal with this stuff. We just got to show up and it's taken care of, you know, so that's, that's been awesome from flights, transportation, hotel, all of it, everywhere we've gone has been first class. Um, can't really say nothing, nothing negative, anything about that. It's been an awesome experience. And then we have our hydration partners. Um, when we started this, you know, we were just going to BJ's and getting our own stuff and uh, getting a cooler, you know, shout out to the Spartan cooler, which is in the trunk every week, making sure everybody's hydrated. Uh, but, you know, after a while, we got some companies that were willing to provide the hydration for us. And uh, our first one is shout out to Element. Um, it's called Drink Element. And... Um, I have it somewhere, but their model is stay salty because they believe that your sodium intake is very important. Um, after going through that, we were able to establish uh, collaborations with the Coca-Cola company, which is um, the owners of Body Armor, who is pretty much everything you need, only everything you need for the run. Um, coconut water with some vitamins, you know, pretty much we know about the hydration benefits of coconut water. All right. Vitamin water also came out with the OG vitamin water. Shout out to those people who have been 
hitting me up on the side for some watermelon vitamin water. I know who you are. Um, so I'm shouting you out. And then, of course, we need water, right? So vitamin water said, look at my friend Smart Water. And they were able to provide us with regular and alkaline-based water uh, portions. So thank you to all of those sponsors. One last one that I need to just give it its own time, which is for Spybelt. And Spybelt was came to us and asked us if we were willing to try out their items, which are their uh, small personal item belts. And uh, we put a challenge out in our uh, Jaguar Be More Today Spartan Sunday community run to get rid of all the excess that you have. Um, you know, I know I'm going to get yelled at, but we had the, the, the lip gloss debate. And that'll go on for years and years and years in terms of do you really need lip gloss on there? I got beat up. And, um, you know, I'm sure Sean gets none of that. He just got, let's go run. But Ishmael got the, how dare you not put lip gloss? Why would I put lip gloss? Chapstick? But I got yelled at. Um, but what I realized throughout all of this thing is that people decided that, you know what? I don't need this extra thing. I don't need chiclets when I run because I'm running. I, I don't need, you know, 50 other things. I don't need that huge Mondo wallet that we have in our purse to go run with. I just need three things. My ID, my Metro card, a, uh, uh, the credit card that you need, and maybe a $20 bill. And lip gloss. <laughs> or else I'll get yelled at. So, you know, we got all the necessary functions and Spybelt kind of forced everybody to kind of really think about that. And I just want to give them a shout out for um, trusting us and um, just giving us the responsibility of putting this challenge out there and uh, highlighting the product. And it's been a very successful thing. And we, we appreciate that. And Absolutely. Sean, yeah. you know, Miss Kim Overton was on someone's podcast. That's right. Kim was on the show for sure. She did her thing. Good friend of mine now. We're supposed to get a run in sometime next year. So shout out to Kim and Spybell doing the things as always. They're a great partner of ours. Looking forward to working with them more in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ish, one last question for you before we bring on the main characters for this story. 2023 is on the horizon. We got that coming up now. Next month is December, and then we hit the new year. What's in store for the Run Club? What should we see when we talk about Spartans and Run Club for next year? What's on the docket? Well, um, first off on the docket is that we welcome all abilities. We welcome all speeds. Uh, we welcome all types. We welcome male, female, kid, black, brown, Spanish, doesn't matter. Um, you're welcome here. Um, so please, first, if you have a friend, bring them on. It's now your chance. I always tell my marathoners, you cross the finish line. It's now your time to make someone cross the finish line or help someone cross the finish line. That could be your husband. That could be your best friend at work. That could be your boo thing. But, you know, you know someone that has a a... Um, they have that little inkling of what they want to do. So we recommend that, you know, take the time out. We got you there. Use your time to get someone there. What do we have in store for 2023? 
we already got Miss Unstoppable Pam on her way to Tokyo to start the year uh, for 2023. She will be taking part in the Tokyo Marathon um, next month. <clears throat> Everybody will be hearing about their Berlin and Chicago drawings. And of course, we got to do NYC again. And then I have um, the Lola. We're going to be going back to Puerto Rico by popular demand to do Lola. There's so much things on the horizon that um, it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be a fun one. And those who didn't go to Puerto Rico probably want to go to Puerto Rico because they heard about Puerto Rico. So you know how that's going to go. You know how that goes for sure. It's going yes. down. It's going down. All yes. right, Rogi. What do you have in store in the training? We got to talk about that too, because uh, Be More Today is going to be going into a little bit more of a training kind of aspect as well. Absolutely. I can actually announce it now. I am officially uh, on the track coaching certification tip. I have my class that I actually finished about five minutes ago. So I will be officially named as coach thomas uh probably by next week but uh yeah looking forward to doing some big things with us now for next year and as we saw from this year so many prs so many great stories so many champions so many obstacles conquered we have so much to be thankful for and to celebrate but so much more work to do so i'm excited for the journey and i'm excited to bring on our guests for the show for today so our first guest on the show is a stranger to no one. She's been on the show before. Uh, she is actually a co-author in my book, Be More Today. She had a whole chapter on self-care. And she's been on the show previously talking about self-care and how important it is to make sure that you take your health and your wealth seriously. She goes by the nickname Lady K. She is a two-time marathoner. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome to the stage my girl, Pizza Lady K. Roden. Hi, Sean. Thank you so much for having me again. Of course, of course, of course. I have you back on the show again. You have been a staple for me. I mean, so many times I've looked to you for the advice when it comes to mental health. Um, you work with my daughter and all, most of our kids actually at church. So you are a staple. You are a family. And I just want to say congratulations on your second NYC Marathon. How are you feeling? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm feeling great, actually. Um, my body's healed and everything's great. I am still kind of excited um, because of the experience. I'm so happy that I made the decision to run this year. At the very beginning, I was a little bit hesitant about doing it again. But um, once I made that decision to press forward, um, I didn't look back. <laughs> and I was so happy for the experience, and I'm doing well. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Listen, New York is a city so nice. They have to name it twice, and you've done NYC two times. Now, some people say, you know what? I'm going to just do it once, and I'm going to be done. And some people say, I'm going to do this thing every single year because it's a part of who I am. But you've done it twice. So I'm curious now, is there a third time in the mix? Would you do NYC again? And if so, why? And if not, why not? Okay, so I'm going to say no, I'm not going to do New York, the New York City Marathon again. Um, I will do another marathon, but not New York City. Um, I just feel like I, uh, the goal that I had was to finish and actually to shave off a little bit of my time, which I did. So I think that I, I've completed the goal with the New York City Marathon and it's 
time to move on to something else. Uh, an international marathon is what I have my sights set on. All right. All right. That's how it goes. There's a sickness that goes around this, this whole running club where once you start doing one thing, it's like, what's going to be the next big thing? So yes, international is the way to go. Excited for that. And I'm curious now, you know, you're a social worker, which I know. And our listeners know too, you've been on the show a couple of times talking about self-care. I've had you as part of the book, which I truly appreciate as always. And I am curious, as a social worker, you've shared so many things about the importance of self-care, um, loving yourself, taking time out for uh, reflection, for just taking care of yourself and how that can really impact your daily life to be better. You mentioned that running has become an act of self-care for you. Can you share how that is? Because for some people, running feels like it's so laborious, it's so daunting, it's almost impossible, it makes them hurt. But for you, running is an act of self-care. So how is that possible that running can be an act of self-care to anyone? Okay, so first and foremost, I want to say that um, every self-care activity is not for everyone. So you kind of have to find the one that works for you. For me, with exercise, I um, I respect the viewpoint that it's a difficult um, and challenging experience, especially when you first start out. But I think that if you continue with the process and don't give up, it just gets a little bit easier as you move on. Um, with self-care, it's supposed to be something that brings you joy. Um, but with running, I think the, the most important part is focusing on the end goal, right? Because that's going to kind of give you the motivation to push forward. Because sometimes the process feels a little bit uncomfortable. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. But like I said, as you push forward and press forward, you just feel better physically, emotionally, and you just feel a sense of accomplishment. And if you give up in the middle, you're kind of not going to get the full experience. So you kind of have to A, find what works for you. And if running is what works for you, you kind of have to push through the pain and 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 it feeling very uncomfortable at times. Yeah, I'm glad you share that. Because a lot of people come to me and sure Ishmael as well and say, I love what you guys are doing. I want to be a part of it. I'm coming. And then you can kind of sense when people are just saying that because they probably want to be a part of it, but they're not actually going to show up. Like they're not coming to the Sunday morning run at 530. They're not coming to the Monday or Wednesday workout, but they want to be a part of something, right? And I can completely see what you're saying that it may work for some. For some, this is definitely an act of self-care. For others, it might not be, but maybe they need something that's going to be different, that's going to be in line with that as well. So that, that's a very good point. And you know, I think the mental trainer, mental toughness of this modality, distance running, is a real thing. Um, you know, Training is good for everybody, and self-care is good for many of us, whatever that line is going to be for you. But when it comes to distance running and endurance training, it's really a mental game. And I'm curious, Keitha, as you've now been running this thing NYC twice and looking to do other races internationally, how has running now helped you in other areas of your life? You talked about it in terms of self-care, and that's, that's something that we can definitely take from that conversation. But I know that running has probably helped you in other areas of your life as well. What are some areas, some areas that running has helped you in the biggest scheme okay. of life? So there's some lessons that I've learned with a long distance running and I just wanted to share. So first, hard work pays off. Um, start with the end in mind. You have to focus on the journey so that you could identify the lessons learned. And you have to take care of yourself at the beginning, the middle, and the end mm -hmm. in order to be successful. Um, I think that I'm good at identifying the lessons learned 
applying it in every area of my life is a process, right? So I, I'm really good at reflecting like how we're sitting here and kind of talking through the experience, but it's a real um, talent to kind of apply the lessons learned. And I think that there's a whole lot of lessons that you can learn from training and running, but those four things are the, the main things that have come up for me. Hmm. Hmm. That's deep. I feel like for me, when it comes to the bigger scheme of life, it's really about, like we talk about overcoming obstacles and just recognizing that you can get through anything if you really just push through it. There's no task that's too long. There's no obstacle that's too far or too wide. Because even the marathon, right? You think about it in terms of 26 miles, and it is that. But when I run the marathons, right, my thought is always, okay, just get through the first mile. All right, got 25 miles to go. Bet. What's, on, what's the next mile? And you keep doing that until you figure, oh, you know what? I'm halfway done. I've already done 13. We got 13 more to go. And it's just like ticking down one mile at a time, one step at a time, one hill at a time, you know, one water station at a time. And and that's something that I just kind of take from those things. But your perspective is great because it really lets us know that you have to really take care of yourself at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. I think a lot of us just really talk about taking care of ourselves at the end or at the beginning or sometimes both, but having that consistent check-in to make sure you're, you're, you're assessing where you're at, how things are going, you know, what you need now, are your changes happening? Are your, are your needs different? And doing that continuously from beginning to end, that's something that a lot of us just don't do. And I think we should do more of that going into next year and the rest of our lives, because that is basically self-care, right? Making sure you take care of yourself throughout the whole process. And I know for me, sometimes I get so bogged down with focusing on what the goal is. I don't always take care of myself. We're taking care of my patients that I don't always take care of myself as well as I should. So mm -hmm. I'm taking tidbits from you, Keith, on that for sure. And that's what being more today is for me, make sure I can learn from others to be more for today and for tomorrow. So I got to ask you, probably now for the third time, Keith, when you hear that phrase, be more today, what does that phrase mean to you? Okay, so be more today means to me, um, every day is a chance to be great. Right, and you have to remember your why. Goals are what propels us forward. If we don't have goals, we'll find ourselves feeling a little bit stuck. So it's really important to, yes, focus on the goal, but remember your why and always have the end in mind. Like what exactly are you working towards? And I think that would be um, a great, that's a great motivator I know for me and I'm sure for other people as well. I hear that, Keith. Listen, What's next on your fitness journey? What's going on for next year? I mentioned you, or you mentioned international races. What's on the docket for you for 2023? Okay, so um, my goal is at least one international um, marathon, and that's one of the majors that I'm going to try to um, run. And just to continue being physically active um, and so that I could maintain good he health and mental health. That's like the, my main goal. So, yes. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Let's see the medal. Show the hardware so people know what's going on. Folks, if you want to be a part of the 1% Club, this is what it looks like. Keep the road in. Thank you so much for being on this show. Anybody you want to shout out to or say thanks to who's watching or listening? Okay, so I actually want to shout out my uh, the crew that I ran with this year. I am still in awe of how great they were. Um, my friend Traveler Niece, I've known her for many years, and I'm so very excited um, to be a to have been a part of her journey. Um, I also met some friends along the way, uh, Martine and um, Laurel. And also I've, I've known Carlene for a number of years as well. And just to be a part of that process 
that was that just put the icing on the cake for me. Um, even though I ran most of the way by myself, just knowing that I had team members that were pushing forward toward to uh, the same goal was very, very motivating to me. So yeah, shout out to the 2022 marathon crew. There it is, folks. There it is, folks. Keith, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank I appreciate you. you. I'm very proud of you. And yep, on to next year. Keep it up. You're welcome. Thanks, Jonas. No problem. Folks, we have so many stories today just highlighting the greatness that we've been seeing in this Brooklyn area. And this run club has done that. It's, it's taken so many people who wanted to do one thing, one marathon, one race, right? And now they're talking about traveling internationally and, and applying their self-care techniques to their regular lives. I mean, that is what Be More Today is about. And this running club has done that, right? Now bringing in everyone from different abilities to go up there and so everyone that no obstacle is too big, no race is too long, that you can't get to that thing. And our next guest on the show is the embodiment of that as well. She's actually my cousin. I had no idea until a couple of years ago, but you know, everyone's related to some extent. So my girl, Shanice Sutton, AKA Traveling Niece is in the building. First time marathoner. Shanice, welcome to the show. What Hi. is going on? Hi, Sean. Thank you for having me. You already know, no <laughs> problem. Thanks for staying up. I appreciate you. Um, listen, you are now officially a part of the 1% Club. It's a real serious uh, brotherhood, sisterhood, group of people, whatever you want to call it. It's a real thing. 1% of Americans have finished a marathon, and that's not a lot of people, but you are now part of that club. What does that feel like to you right now? I mean, it feels really good. I started this journey almost exactly one year ago, and to, you know, one year later, be a part of a club that only 1% of the world is a part of it's a really good feeling i love it listen you i remember you saying to me i remember it very well we were sitting <laughs> on the couch uh probably at my house actually and you had mentioned that you had signed up for the fred lebo half and i was like what because that race is not just in january but it's in the cold in january mm -hmm. and i said wait a minute you just signed up for who what now and i knew then that you were serious about doing NYC because at that point in time, when someone is really on their game and they know what they want to do, nothing can stop them. Whether it's weather, whether it's time, whether it's money, whatever it is, nothing can stop them. And I looked into your eyes and I remember seeing this like determination, this drive. Because I hadn't seen it before. We've talked about fitness stuff before and the energy was not there. I'm not going to lie to you. It was not there. But this was different. And when I heard you say it, I said, okay, cool. She's on a mission. And you accomplished that mission with flying colors. Uh, I remember a lot of the long runs being with you. And, um, you know, the good thing about running distance running, and I learned this actually in the class I just took, is that when you're doing these runs and you're trying to get your distance runs in, you're trying to build up your aerobic capacity, it doesn't matter if you're running at a fast pace or a slow pace. It just matters that you get that that pace done or get that get that run in, right? It's about mm -hmm. your body going out there and just getting used to being out there and getting the miles in, getting distance in. And you did that. And we spoke to Keitha, your 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 running partner and good friend, about the journey. And we've all seen you do this thing. So now I gotta ask you, NYC, why was this on your bucket list? And how was the training for this thing for you? Because you trained for this thing for a whole year. How was the training for you and how did it feel doing NYC Marathon for the first time? Um, so 
a marathon was never ever on my bucket list ever <laughs> <laughs> you guys were running marathons i was so happy for you but i was just like i'm just not interested um however last year when i saw all of you guys run i became a little bit inspired um also for the past few years i've been dealing with some health challenges um particularly my blood sugar um and it's become because of different circumstances you know just life work the pandemic it became increasingly more difficult to be able to manage it um so i just decided that i needed to make some life change lifestyle changes um i'm not someone that likes to go to the gym i don't want to work out i don't want to go to the gym i don't like any of it um so i just decided that i had to set a goal to kind of force myself to do those things to improve my health mm. um in terms of the training training was not easy waking up at five o'clock in the morning to do long runs um it was it was not easy at all um it was very time consuming um there are a lot of things that i do early in the morning like business stuff working on my business so um i kind of had to like allocate time to go running because when i'm running i can't do those other things that i i'm usually doing so it was a very it was a time commitment um that i i had to do to to kind of accomplish you know the goal that i set for myself yeah we definitely accomplished it show everybody your medals so they know that you did this thing because medals talk oh there it is there it is i'm a little <laughs> jealous i'm not gonna lie to you um watching you guys run at mile eight this year was very inspiring and you know seeing keith come by she asked for my daughter while she was running i thought that was so sweet and then seeing you as you came by with this smile and folks i'm not sure if you recognize Shanice, you don't smile a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't I don't really see you smiling that often. But the smile <laughs> that I saw when you came around that corner was super duper bright. And I looked at you and I remember just in my mind thinking, yo, she is in a happy place right now. Cause she was, yes, she was cheesing. Whoever said that in the chat right now is true. <laughs> she was cheesing big time. And I was like, yo, what is going on? Because someone who says that they don't really wanna do all these things was in this moment where you were the queen of the city. You know what I'm saying? And that I think is the feeling of NYC when everyone's cheering your name, people who don't even know at all are just saying, go Shanice, you know, go traveling in these, go Lady K. And they're cheering you on. This is like a moment where you just recognize one, NYC is a cool place to be because sometimes it's not. And two, you say, you know what? All this training actually did pay off for this one moment in time, right? It did, it did pay off. So. Besides the accolades, besides the medals, let's talk about this being something that improved your health. How did it improve your health over these last uh, nine, 10 months? Um, so it, it just the working out, uh, being intentional about going out has improved my health. My, um, my numbers are way lower than they were before. I'm currently on medication, but my doctor is probably gonna take me off of medication. Um, so that has helped a lot. Um, I did lose some weight, which is, my weight is heavily correlated with um, pre-diabetes. So if my weight increases, um, my numbers are going to increase. Right. So that has helped a lot. Um, just attending your class on Wednesdays, um, running, all of it combined together um, has made a really, really big difference in, in my health. 
Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. You know, I, I know I you come to class on Mondays and Wednesdays, you come uh, regularly. And I am always impressed when you show up and you show out. Um, and I know that I've shared on the show personally about my, my struggles with being pre-diabetic in the past and how working out has also helped me to maintain my body and my blood sugars and whatever else. And it's a real thing. I mean, finding, like Keith said, finding your why for these things, whether it's health related or whether it's someone that you're running it for, it makes a difference. And you've shown that this is not just something that you can get medals for. It's also something that will help you to live and survive and thrive and be healthier. So I'm glad it's working out for you. Um, for some people, it doesn't work out. And the fact that you're off the medication soon is a great thing. It's a great sign that what you're doing is working. So I hope you never, ever stop. <laughs> so <laughs> listen, I was I was uh, privileged enough to see your family at mile eight when they were cheering for you. And then they met you at the end. And I don't know if you knew they were going to meet you at the end or not, but they met you at the end and they were waiting patiently. And I remember uh, your dad coming up to me because we hadn't seen you yet. And he was like, where is she? <laughs> said, she's coming because you know the app is kind of weird sometimes we didn't know where you guys were for a minute but he looked at me like with this like almost like he like, wanted to go out there and find you like well where is she where is she i said she'll be here she'll be here and then soon enough you came around the corner and it was all smiles again for everybody after that so what was this feeling seeing your parents there um seeing your family there seeing us there at the end at mile eight also and just knowing that there was so many people who were backing you up and supporting you on this big day. So I did not know my parents were coming to the end and I was so happy and so surprised to see them. And I was so happy to see all of you, which is why I was, I was smiling so much because to be honest with you, when you guys weren't around, things were pretty rough. <laughs> things were pretty rough. Like my stomach was hurting, my side was hurting, my knees were giving out, I was nauseous. There was a lot happening. So I was I was very happy to see you guys. I was very grateful that you stayed out. You came out and you stayed that long to cheer us on. So I was I was extremely and I am extremely grateful. Well, we you love you so much. Out. Yeah, we love you so much. And that Ishmael says, no Spartan left behind. That's how we started this thing, Spartan Sundays, as a running club doing Spartan races. And there was no Spartan left behind for that. And for these races, it's the same thing. So we were going to be there for you. No matter when you finish, you're going to be there for you in the end. And that's what being more today is also about, making sure that we can be more not just for ourselves, but for also our teammates, our family members, people who we are interacting with and seeing on the course. So, Shanice, when you hear the phrase be more today, what does that phrase mean to you? Um, being more today just means to me being better than I was tomorrow. I mean, sorry, yesterday, better than I was yesterday. It just means continuous growth. I mean, what goals can I set for myself um, so that I can improve, so that I can improve my life um, and I can just make positive changes um, to be better in the future? I hear it. I love it. And you know what? The great thing about this is that you've already seen changes physically and you've just started. So I think the, the, the trajectory for you is going to be so much better now going into next year. You already know what this thing feels like. And the first time is never really fun because it's just like, oh, your body's going through weird stuff. Like you said, you know, you you saw us and everything felt better before that thing didn't feel so great. But, you know, once you start doing these things more, you're going to find hopefully that this thing feels a little better because now you know you can do it. Now mm -hmm. you know you can get this thing done. So doing it again, if you ever do choose to do so, 
uh, won't feel as daunting as the first time. I, I can guarantee you that. So I want to ask you now, what is next on the fitness journey? Because some people say, you know what? I'm one and done. I'm all good. And some people, for them, this now becomes a serious uh, drug where they get this sickness that we talk about. And all of a sudden, they they feel bad after the day after. But then they're going online, looking at Berlin, Chicago, London, Tokyo, whatever else, and seeing what's going on. Lola. So what's next on your fitness journey for 2023? Um, what's next for me is more of the same. Um, I am going to commit to doing a marathon next year. Um, I've already have guaranteed entry into New York City, um, but we'll see what else happens. Um, so that's where I am. I feel like I've been doing this for a year, but I'm still not completely disciplined enough to continue doing all these things on my own without a set goal. So okay. I'm yeah. going to do another marathon. Folks, you heard it here first. She is signing up for another NYC marathon. It is going down. Well, well Sean, I, I don't know which one. Okay, 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 okay. She was I'm going to do I'm going to do a marathon. Okay, but you have guarantee for New York, you said. I do have guarantee okay, entry all right. for New York. That's why I let that be known that it is said on the show that she is guaranteed for New York, but she is doing a marathon somewhere next year we have that on record you got that on record we have it on record okay good i appreciate that and this is exactly what happens because people say oh i don't want to train for this thing and they go out there and they feel the love and they feel support and the end of the race comes you're like i'm never doing this ever again and then this same conversation goes down i'm going to do it again probably at some point in time i love it and it's the it's the marathon one percent club it's exactly what happens and now you're a part of it so Listen, Shanice, you've been doing so many great things. I'm excited for you for next year. And I got to just say thank you on behalf of the Running Club for taking us everywhere with Traveling Nice. I mean, this has been a company that has really helped all of us to see the world from going to Germany, from going to Chicago, from going to Puerto Rico. We're going to Florida next, next week with my family for Thanksgiving. This is all thanks to you and your hard work and your dedication and your experience and your uh, uh, your knowledge when it comes to traveling and being able to help people get to where they have to get to easily. Everywhere we went to this past year with the running club and even personally was just great. I mean, I should say thank you for your support, for your love, for your dedication to this craft, for your professionalism. Um, and I'm excited for us to continue to work with you in the future. Can you just shout out yourself for a minute and let people know what traveling needs is about and how they can get in touch with you to book their own trips if they wanted to for next year. Yes. Um, so my company is Traveling Nice Experiences. You can find me at www.travelingniceexperiences.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, Instagram under Traveling Nice. Um, and I'm just here to support, you know, anyone who wants to travel wherever you want to go, Europe, um, North America, uh, Asia, you know, wherever it is you have a desire to go, I'm here to help and assist. And it's been my pleasure working with the Spartan Sundays Run Club. I really appreciate your partnership. Um, you guys have even helped me to grow and help me to learn different things just, you know, based off of the, the experiences that you want to have with, with running um, internationally. So it's been, it's been great for me as well. 
Awesome. We appreciate it. Anybody you want to shout out now at this time? Anybody you want to give a, a homage to or adapt to on live social media? This is the time. Um, yes, I would like to shout out you and Ishmael. You guys have been amazing coaches. Um, I would have not been able to, you know, accomplish what I did this year without you guys. Um, I would like to shout out, you know, all of the people that ran um, with me this year, Keitha, who ran who decided to run again. I'm so happy she did. Um, you know, she was a great support. Um, my running partner, Martine. Um, we finished this together. And, you know, there were times during the marathon where I was like, you need to leave, just leave me because I'm not doing well. And she was like, no, I'm not going to leave you. She stayed with me the whole time. Um, Carlene, Laurel, everyone that, you know, decided to run this 2022 marathon, it was it was rough, but we got through it. That's it. That's it. Well, that's what it was all about, coming together, supporting one another, and getting the job done. I appreciate you and all you've done for us. I'm excited for next year for you as well. I wish you the best, and I Look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. No problem. And folks, this is what it's all about. Literally, everyone has a story. Everyone has a story about their journey to be more today, their journey for why they want to do this marathon, for why they want to work out. And you see people running out there, right? It's 55,000 people doing this thing. And everyone has a story. Everyone has a journey. But we're all trying to get to the end, the finish line of that journey. And that's why it's so much fun. And I got to say, you know, I'm one also who literally needs to have something, right? Whether it's a goal or something like that from doing uh, sports in high school and college, it was always a goal, right? Championship, whatever else. But now at this point in my life, there has to be something to, to keep this thing going. And the why, like Keith said, is one thing. But when you know you have something coming up, whether it's Chicago or NYC or Germany or Tokyo or Lola, right? You prep for those things. You, you get excited for those things. You look forward to those things. And then the journey to get there is that much more fun and our next guest on the show i'm just so happy i got a chance to meet her she's a road dog for many of us right now and if there's anyone who can make friends anywhere it is this woman right here her name is martine parlinese and martine is in the house as also a first time marathoner a first time member of the one percent club martine what is going on mp what's good Hi, Coach Sean. Hi, everyone. How are you? I'm happy to be on tonight. Yeah, it's good to see you. Let everybody know that you got that hardware around your neck. Show the folks what you got. Yeah. That's right. That's right. There it is, folks. Listen, I know this journey has been a journey. So how does it feel to be a first-time marathoner? a finisher, and a member now of the 1% Club? Um, it's truly a blessing. Um, it's an accomplishment. I'm still geeking out. Like, I, I'm not over it. I still have butterflies. I still can't believe I did it. Um, but I'm truly grateful that I did it. Like, I can say that I did it. My goal was to walk across that finish line um, and not end up on a stretcher. <laughs> So I'm just I'm just so happy that it I got it done. I'm part of the one percenters and yes, I did it. I did it. Well, you did it and you did it with flying colors. I mean, I, I gotta say, you did all the long runs, you show up to every practice, you did the races, you did the run. When we saw you at mile eight, you were running, you weren't walking, you were killing that thing. 
And there were smiles all around as well with your old dog, Shanice. So you are an inductee into the club and you earned that medal. You did that thing. And I know NYC was on, on your bucket list. I know that. But the question I have for you is why? Because a lot of people say, you know what? Oh, I'm going to do that. But then they never sign up. And you signed up and you did this thing. So why was this race on your bucket list? Uh, my bucket list is pretty crazy. Uh, skydiving is one of the things. And I did that. So I'm like, okay, NYC Marathon seems to be one of the next things that I have to do. Um, I purchased running sneakers a couple years ago. And I just, I was working out. But I wasn't working towards actually accomplishing um, the, the marathon or even signing up. And I said, okay, I have to finally do this. Oh my God, stop. Enough is enough. But I'll get there. I just decided and I'm going to do this. And so I'm just so grateful that I was able to cross it off my bucket list. Yeah. And that you did. And I'm so proud of you. I mean, you have no idea. Maybe you do now. We talked about it already. But this is not an easy thing. Like people definitely don't finish the race. A lot of people sign up for the race and don't finish, right? 55,000 people, 55, people sign up, but they don't all finish. And you finish with flying colors. And I got to say thank you to our boy Eugene, Rise to Grind Buyers, for allowing us to meet you. Because, I mean, that's what the whole running club is about, really bringing in people, cool people who bring in cool people to be a part of this thing. And you are the coolest of people. So I got to say, just, you know, as you've now been a part of this family, uh, what did he say to you to bring you into this thing in the first place? And and to make you say, because literally there were times when he wasn't there and you were around. We saw a lot more of you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so what brought you into this fold for you to be a part of us and to be a part of this movement and not to be family with us? What What made you say? So first and foremost, I do want to um, shout out Eugene. Um, Eugene is an amazing human being. Um, and when we did work together, we would just have all these inside jokes. Um, and I just would start to notice a change with him. Um, and he would tell me about his fitness journey. I know we first bonded on doing the um, a Spartan race. That was the first thing we bonded on. Um, amazing enough. He, he finished it. He accomplished it. And I just, I was in awe. I'm like, oh my God, you did it. This is awesome. Um, and then it was the marathon and he showed me his picture once he was done and the medal around his neck. I said, oh no, I got to do this now. Like it's enough and enough with all the talking. I definitely have to get this done. And I just remember, I'm like, Eugene, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a personal trainer and, and I'm going to do it. I promise I'm going to do it. He said, hold your horses, calm down. <laughs> I have a team that you could be part of. Um, let me just talk to my people and then, you know, you'll get right. Don't worry about it. Um, but he did tell me, don't worry about the pace. It's the only thing that matters is that you finish. He said, we have people on the team that walk it. You have people who, you know, who are real athletes, but any and everyone is, is invited. Any and everyone can come and join this team. And so when I got the invitation, it was like that golden ticket. I was like, oh yes, God, this is, this is the beginning to this journey. I'm going to get this done. 
And, you know, Eugene just helped facilitate that. And I am so grateful for him and for his guidance and always telling me that I can do it and telling me that there are no excuses. And he would just give me that look. So, so did you start? Or did you start? Eugene will be on you. And he is the type of person you want in your corner. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for him. He's amazing. He is amazing. That's one of my guys. We talk pretty much, if not every day, uh, close to every day to some extent. So yeah, he is that rise to rise, get on you, no excuses kind of a guy. And it's true. And I, and I think that that's what each of us sometimes needs, right? We need someone to be like, yo, what's up? Like, you said you wanted to do this, so mm -hmm. let's go. And you did it. And I'm just so proud of you for doing that. And I ask everybody when it comes to the marathon, there are highs and lows. And for you, I know that the, the, the training was tough because it was something that was completely out of your comfort zone. What was the hardest part of the journey for you from the beginning, whether it's the training or the race itself? What was the hardest part of this journey? Um, the hardest part, I will say, was, was the cold in the beginning because I literally joined the team and it was wintertime. And, and like I said at dinner uh, before the night before the race, I'm like, black people don't run in the cold. I promise. This is not what we do. This is not our weather. Um, but just to see everyone out there, um, I'm like, okay, that was encouragement. Um, my first ever run was with Pamela and, and Phyllis. And I was so grateful. They're like, okay, they took me by the hand, literally. Like those were my aunties right there. They they took me by the hand. They said, you will get through this, even though it's your first time. Um, like I said, I am telling myself no every every Sunday morning um, until I actually reach you guys at Barclays. I'm like, no, I don't need to do this. This is not necessary. Why? Five o'clock in the morning, This I could be sleeping. But you guys, the team was the ultimate motivator um, for me to be there to know that I can do it. And once I start moving, I don't regret it. And then my day ends up being so fulfilled. I'm like, I ran today. I did Brooklyn Bridge and Manhattan Bridge. Can you say you did that? <laughs> <laughs> Giving myself all these pats on the backs and running home and telling my family. And they're always like, I'm so proud of you and you're doing it. Um, but you guys are definitely the ultimate motivator. And I'm just, I'm grateful for the club. For sure. We're for you. And um, I'm reading the chat right now. People are going wild because you, you mentioned that there were not a lot of people who are like us running in the cold. And, you know, that's not how we started. We started this thing in 2011 um, doing this thing called the Spartan Race, which was literally running up mountains, throwing spears, uh, climbing ropes under barbed wire in the cold. And there were not a lot of people who looked like us on the mountain. There weren't. And we did it for a number of years. And still, we're not a lot of people who look like us on the mountain. And as you we went on, we saw more and more people kind of joining and, 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 and joining us in other ways. And as we transferred this thing from the mountain to the running club, which was on now the roads, it's kind of the same thing. But as you continue to see the urban running clubs like us, like Black Men Run, like uh, teamwork, like WEPA, like Brooklyn Runners, all those, all those run clubs have pockets of people of color who are now going out there and doing these things. And those crews are growing. So we are part of a movement of people who are black and brown and of that diaspora who are going out there and defining what running now is. 
And I love it because we're now we're we're shaping the community the way we want to shape it. We're reinventing our future, and whether it's for personal reasons, whether it's for health reasons, uh, whatever the case may be, community by itself, bring people together, we're doing that. So who knows what the future may be, you know, for my daughter and your kids, maybe one day, whoever else to see the future of running when we look back and we recognize that the percentages are going to be a little lopsided, that we'll see more of us out there doing these things, and not just the Kenyans and whoever else is winning the race, right? Because they're always there. Yeah. They're always going to be in the front knocking this thing down. It's the in-betweens we're talking about, right? It's the people who are going to be doing this thing uh, for longevity, for health, for family, for organizations, for charities, whatever it's going to be, and doing that for the long run. So we're a part of the future, Martine, you and I and the rest of this running club, and I'm excited to be a part of the future with you. So... Listen, this has been a journey for many people, and I've asked everyone to show what the phrase Be More Today means to them, and it's the first time I'm asking you. So when you hear this phrase, Be More Today, what does that phrase mean to you? Honestly, just being better. It's as simple as that, just being better. Forget your yesterday and just wake up and just be better. Just do a little bit more. Uh, don't beat yourself up of, over the past just know today like, is a new opportunity for you to do more and to do better for you. And you never know who you are inspiring. I think that was one of the biggest themes for me um, this whole year and running multiple races, people coming up to me after certain races and saying that you inspired me to finish. You never know who you can be inspiring. I, I would look to other people like, you inspired me, but to know that I was an inspiration to someone else, like that's extremely touching. So granting yourself grace, just doing more in that day and just pressing forward. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Knowing granting that you, you're changing you, but you're changing other people around you as well. Yeah, absolutely true. And I love it. Granting yourself grace is a big time statement. And you never know. You can be inspiring someone else for this coming year's marathon. You know, you just never know who you're going to be inspiring. So you're right. You're, you're doing that and we're all doing that and it's great. And I'm curious now for you, what's next? Now that you've done this, now you're part of the club, you've already seen what's going on, you're rocking with us, right? My wife's in love with you, all those things, right? So what's next now on the docket for MP for 2023? Okay, so if you asked me the night of the marathon, I said, no, absolutely not. That's it. Uh, two days after, I definitely want to run the marathon again. I do. I know. It sounds crazy. <laughs> it's sickness. Um, it's also, I would like to do an international run if possible, for sure. Um, definitely. It's amazing how uh, running will allow you the um, allow you the chance to see the world. So I'm excited for that as well. Um, I signed up for Berlin, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, but for sure, NYC will happen again. Yes. I know. I sound right. crazy. <laughs> I'm getting your the eyes. Yeah. No, yeah, your boy rise to ground in the chat just now. He's <laughs> getting a lot of googly eyes. He's like, what's happening? And that's the sickness. There's COVID-19, <laughs> and then there's this marathon sickness that goes around, and it's very contagious. So after anyone's next to you, they may just catch it. <laughs> that's how it goes down. It's a real thing. Martina, I'm excited for your journey. I'm excited for the future. Uh, any shout outs you want to give out to any family, friends who are listening and watching you right now? Um, yes. So as the team knows, um, 
it was it was kind of hard for me uh, the night before marathon because I didn't know if my sisters were going to show up. So um, literally when I saw my sister during, uh, when I saw my sisters and my cousin during the race, I cried. It, it was very emotional. Um, so I'm grateful for them. I am grateful for the Spartan team. You guys are amazing. I'm grateful for my coaches, Sean and Ish. You guys literally told me that I can do something I didn't think I could do. Um, Eugene, uh, for being the plug and allowing me to come into this, this new family that I, I know I'm going to have forever. Um, and I can call you guys about any issues and nothing is too big or ever too, um, or ever too small to all my ladies who ran this year, Keitha, uh, for being a wonderful leader, walking us through everything. Um, Shanice, who was literally, literally on my right hip, every picture is basically the two of us. Um, she inspired me to, to keep on going because there were times I wanted to quit, but she was like, we're going to finish and we finish. Um, to Laurel and Carlene, thank you for finishing and thank you for being a great inspiration. Um, and then to everybody out there who don't think they can do it, if I can finish this, I promise you, you can do it too. I am, I am not the, the most encouraging. <laughs> I'll complain. I'll do this and that. But I'm just, I, I am living proof that anyone can do the marathon. I promise. And I just love my, I love my team. Spartans, you are amazing. Um, and I don't know if I could have accomplished this without you. So thank you, Spartans. I love you to death. You guys are in my heart. Thank you. Aru, Aru, and Aru. MP, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you. And I look forward to all that should be happening next year for you as well. Great job. Thank you so much, Coach. No problem. No problem. And folks, that is what we do, right? We bring people together. We let them see that they can actually get this thing done. Uh, you know, as a PT, I see this every single day. People walk in. They don't think they can do what they have to do, right? When it comes to walking, get back to their job, whatever else, because they had an injury, they had a surgery. And my main job is to make sure that they know that I know they can do it and I'm going to help them to get there. So this running club has been kind of that same thing, right? Ishmael and I have gone through and shown people that, look, we, we can do this thing. And we show some that they can do it as well. And now those are showing others that they can do this thing as well and just continue to go on and on and on. And that's the beauty of running because we all used to run when we were kids and then something happened, something stopped, we got old, we grew too mature, we got too busy, whatever the case may be. Some of us got hurt, right? And it's the one thing that no matter how you look, how big or small you are, how fast or slow you are, you can always do. You can walk, you can run, you can jog, you can sprint. We all go from the beginning to the end of these races. And that's the beauty, it's the common denominator. It's the thing that brings us all together. And that's why we love it so much. And our last guest on this show for the 2022 class is a special one. Now, folks, um, lotteries come and lotteries go. And most of us win lotteries or actually lose lotteries. And some of us actually win lotteries. And my guest on the show right now is someone who won the lottery and didn't know what to do after that. And her name <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> Riley, listen, what is going on? Welcome to the show. Here we are. You are now a part of the 1% Club. It started off with a dream, maybe, or just, I guess, just a lottery, but you got that lottery ticket. And I remember talking to you and seeing your face and you being like, 
what do I do now? But how does it feel? Now it feels amazing. You finish this thing, show them the medal, let everybody know what's going on. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. What are your thoughts? How did this happen? How did we get here? You're up. I mean, I've, I, I've always wanted to do the marathon. This has actually been on my bucket list for a long time, but I didn't really know what to do to even get started. And I was really being lazy about it because <laughs> to get it started. And then last year I um, volunteered and I got to see all of you guys and I was super inspired. I remember right after that race, I spoke to Sarah Marie Brown and I was like, I can do this. I, I, I think I can do this. Um, and I think she was looking at me like, uh, but <laughs> this is real, but I felt like I could do it. And I think I thought this year would be the year where I would prepare. And then the next year would be the year that I would start. And then randomly in Gmail of all things, there's this ad that said, oh, New York, you know, lottery for the New York City Marathon. And I was like, I never get the stuff anyway, but let me click on it, put my name in, put the card in and let's see how it goes. And then I see this charge that day come through on the card. And I was like, what's this charge? And I'm like, no, that can't be it. No. And I go in to the site and they actually hadn't even posted it yet that I got in, but I was like, no, this is the exact, this is the exact charge. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because I'm not ready for this. And then I call, I think I texted, I called Ishmael and I was like, oh my God, I think I got into this thing. I don't know how I'm going to what do I do next? So um, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was surprising and it was, it was, really fearful for me. I, you know, immediately, honestly, I had a lot of self-doubt immediately. It's like, I can't do this. I'm not at any kind of fitness level. I'm literally starting from scratch. And I was like, it's going to take me more. It's going to take me two years to do this. But um, like, she was on the phone. was like, just breathe, just breathe, calm down. You'll be okay. You'll start here. This is the race you got to start on. And we'll just go from there. Right. And so it really just, um, let me know that ultimately that um you know there's a there's a plan <laughs> there's a way to get through these things but um that i could do it you know and and it's funny because like i said i thought i could do it before and then when it became real then it was like no no i can't i can't do this <laughs> so i am i am very happy for the team for really pushing me and for um putting a confidence in me that i um, that wasn't really there. So I'm, I'm very happy for the team for that. <laughs> I love all of it. Show everybody your medals. They know what's going on. So they know it's real. Oh, yes, it's definitely it's real. real. <laughs> and you know what's funny? <laughs> Most lotteries, when you win, you're happy. <laughs> this lottery is sometimes mixed emotions. And yes, yeah. once you see that charge on your account, it's real. That charge actually comes before the email even comes out. So that, yeah. that's a real deal, Holyfield. Once you get charged, it's happening. And that's for those who are applying to Germany and Tokyo, wherever else. If you apply for something and your charge card gets charged, you're in that thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the thing about you that I'm really impressed by is that I know you used to run track, right, back in the day. So so there was a base there. You can't say there was nothing there. You used, you used to run. It might have been a long time ago, but you used to run, right? And you signed up for this thing thinking that it was going to be for the next year. And then you got the, the speed pass that basically said you're doing it this year. And all I saw was you going out there and getting work done. 
And I, I purposefully didn't check in with you until closer to the long distance time because I'd already seen you doing things on your own to prepare for this thing. And I think for some people, when they get these opportunities, right, to do these things, they, they get very frustrated. They don't know what to do. They wait to the end. Some even defer, right? All those different things. But you literally took it one step at a time, checked in with Ishmael, started doing the, the things. And I just saw you showing up for things. I said, yo, she's showing up to these things and she's doing them. And that's what it really is all about. I mean, yes, you could have waited two years to prepare for it. If you look at road runners, they'd give you the nine plus one. And that's really like a two-year plan for you to earn your spot and be ready for the next year. But really, anyone who's in any kind of any kind of basic, basic fitness can really train for this thing, whether you're gonna run it, walk it, what have you, you know, in about five, six months. And you did that to the T. And I really gotta give you kudos for that. Because it's not an easy task to get ready for these things in general, but especially when you weren't prepared to do it. And you stepped up to the task and did it with flying colors. So I'm curious, as a former runner, did it feel like running again? Or did it feel totally different? Did you enjoy this at all? Was it super daunting for you? How was the journey from the charge on your card to the medal you received at the finish, what was that journey like for you? Yeah, and I, I do want to just laugh. When I ran, I mean, that was in high school, right? <laughs> that was like over 20 years ago. And so, you know, I was, you know, certainly at a different fitness level and mentally even, like I, I didn't have concerns and like the sky was the limit. I can do everything, right? Um, but this time around, it was, um, you know, certainly very challenging because, um, you know, I hadn't really done anything. Forget about running. I hadn't, like, I hadn't been to a gym. I had barely walked and, you know, at all during the pandemic. And so certainly the fitness level was in a different place, but I was very mentally in a very, very, very different place. I was in a, you know, was coming out of the pandemic. I was in a very deep fog is, is what I would call it. Um, just really struggling just to do basic things just to, to manage and, you know, the, the running was really a way for me to start to kind of get back to myself and emerge out of that. And so the, the running piece of it was not um, something that I felt like I didn't, like I was always going to come back and do that. I needed it. I said to myself, I need to do this. Um, it was just the marathon gave me a goal, gave me something to really, to really push towards. And so, um, you know, it, it was, it was a difficult journey in the sense that, you know, there were a lot of miles <laughs> you know, that you had to work through. There was a lot of pain, um, you know, and it is, it is what it is. You get little nicks and scratches here and there. But um, it was, but it felt good in a lot of ways because it was doing what I needed it to do. It was, you know, starting, my mind was clearing up. My, uh, my energy was up. My focus was better. Um, it was, you know, the, the goals that I had set out, like <clears throat> the marathon was one goal and it was a great goal, but it was not the most important one for me. It was really, um, getting back to myself and it, it helped me do that. Mm. You know, that, that's funny. A lot of people say that, um, they use these things. I even personally say it, they use these things to get back to something, right? Whether it's a, a fitness goal or just out of a mindset or, over a job, over a, over a person, you know, whatever case may be, they use this as a way to get to the next level of whatever. 
And yeah, like someone just said in the chat, running is therapy. For me, it's that thing where no matter what's going on, it's an hour, maybe even sometimes two, maybe even a half an hour, just like solitude. Yeah. It's just me and the road. I know you have two kids. I have a daughter. Um, sometimes it's just that moment where it's like, okay, it's just me by myself right now for a minute. And even though it does feel like it's daunting and it feels like the body is being taxed, it's still a chance for you to be in a different mental space. Yeah. And the marathon, as you now know, is that crazy mental space where it's just a mind teasing experience for 26 miles of you being like, I feel great. I feel horrible. I can do this. I can't do this. I want to do this. I have to do this. And then you get through this thing and you say, you know what? I, I did that. And I'm appreciative for the running experience as also a high school runner, right? Like you were it is different. Yeah. It's a whole different mindset. It's a whole different ball game. And yeah, back in high school, you run because it's, you know, everyone's fast and it's fun and you chill and you lime and you socialize and whatever else and you go back to living your life. But at this stage where it's actually a real optional opportunity where you're actually choosing to set aside family and work and personal time and sleep for this thing, it's different. It's different. And, you know, I'm just really proud that you took on the task and got this thing done and you had a chance to be around our now Spartan family at mile eight, I know your family at the end, you were one of the, the the last people to come in to our group. And I think you got the biggest ovation because <laughs> we pretty much took over the entire road cheering for you. What did it feel like when you saw all these people who you've known and you've known in different contexts for a number of years and even for a number of months, but now you saw them cheering you on during one of the biggest challenges of your life what did that feel like when you saw us all at mile eight and at the finish line oh it was amazing um i have to say i you know i tend to lean towards kind of i'm introvert i lean to lean on i'm a loner i you know a lot you know and i started this journey alone in a lot of ways but um as i said before the, the night before the race you don't know what you need <laughs> until until you get it um and a, a lot of what the malaise um, I had been feeling during the pandemic was there was a lack of community like that, you know, beyond like my, I certainly have a great family and have a very strong supportive family. But beyond that, um, you know, I, I wasn't um, really kind of in touch with, a, 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 you know, a strong community. And um, I think kind of coming into the club and really um, kind of getting embedded in the club, you know, started to make, you know, started to build that for me. And so when we go, we're going through the races. Like I, I knew that folks were gonna be there, between, you know, between three and eight, right? And so I was excited. I was happy to see everyone. I think during eight, I think I didn't realize there were gonna be so many. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like four or five, and to see like half of like KBT <laughs> in the middle of the road, like literally right in front of me, was mm -hmm. an amazing, was an amazing feeling. Um, but I didn't, I didn't expect everyone. Uh, you know, throughout the rest of the race, you know, I saw Sarah at lap 10, I think, um, you know, um, <clears throat> someone at, at 9, 16, um, my husband and my family were mile 13, I wasn't expecting them there. So I saw every, I saw folks all along the way. And it was really, really important for me because, um, you know, I, I just felt, I think I was telling you, I was like, after like the 18 mile or the 20 mile, I was like, um, yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to do after mile 20. <laughs> it just took everything out of me to get to 20. I have no idea how I'm going to get to 20 to 26. 
and you know to see people along the way who are really just encouraging you and not just the club too but the the new york city environment mm -hmm. oh my gosh this invite this this experience reminded me why i love new york city so much and um you know just i think you know by the time i came in like you said i was one of the last ones to finish folks were packing up you know, water was gone. Like, it was like, you just had to, it's like, oh, maybe there's a cup. Maybe there's not a cup. <laughs> no cups anymore. So I was like, I, I honestly, I was like, you know what? You know, there were kids there. I knew Sonali had been there. I was like, you know what? They have to leave. You know, they have to bring their kids home. So actually, at that point in time, I was like, I, I, they're probably gone. And so to see everyone at mile 25, right? And at that point in time, I was like, where's the end? I don't even know where to go. <laughs> it's the finish line. But to see everyone there and cheering and cheering so enthusiastically, I think the first person I saw was Pi. <laughs> she was like, yes. And it felt, it was just such a boost of energy, such a boost of confidence and such um, an outpouring of love. I felt so much love at that moment. Um, and I, it's uh, a feeling that I think we'll take, I'll take with me for many, many, many years to come. Yeah, no, it's, it's New York City is the, the most electric that weekend. And although we have our issues and our crime and people and subways or whatever else, literally it's the one day of the year where it doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, where you're from, everyone cheers for everyone. And everyone is just nice. Like, it's just yeah. like the biggest party in the world and the best city in the world. And you really forget why you ever want to leave New York for that yeah. one moment. Like, Yo, New York is great. It's the best place. And it is. It is. But it's just, there's just so much love in NYC that day. From the cannon you hear on the bridge yeah. to hearing Frank Sinatra sing that song to ending in Central Park. It's just like, it's just a beautiful a uh, block party of people of all colors going through the different neighborhoods. You just see how cool New York really is. And you had a chance to be a part of that, to be a part of that journey. So looking back now, you've already accomplished this thing. It was uh, um, ex express service for you, right? You, you got there quicker than you expected. But looking back, I know you and I talked about um, things you could have changed and changing your step pattern and all these things like that. We talked about it. And I said to you, you know what? Just just do what you've been doing. Whatever you've been doing, you're not going to change that stuff now. Just go out there and do what you've been doing. But looking back on what you did do, is there anything you would have changed or done differently in preparing for this marathon? Or are there thoughts of anything happening for another one of these in the future? You mean outside of running more hills? Because <laughs> uh, certainly I would do more of that. Um, yeah, I think I think the biggest thing I would do was I I would have joined the community a little bit sooner, right? Um, I think mean, certainly running um, with the team helped to push me a little bit further than I was pushing myself, for sure. Um, and then also being in a position not only to be encouraged, but you know to to also encourage others and. Listen, I was always in the back, right? So it wasn't like I was like, come on. <laughs> was the one. But what, um, but you know, I got I, what really surprised me with those other folks who are just part of the club who haven't taken this journey yet, who have come and been like, well, if Carlene can do it, I know I can do it too. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to take the first step. And that was really, I, I didn't expect that, honestly. And I, I, I have to say that's been a really um, great kind of outcome from all of this. But um, yeah, as, as joining the community sooner is is a big one and just not being afraid to um, push 
push my body harder than I want to, <laughs> you know? I've always known, when I was in um, high school, I was a distance runner. So I have always known I could run long distances, right? Mm. But like my coach always used to say, Carlene, your final mile shouldn't be faster than your first. <laughs> like you have to push yourself even more because you can, you know, do more. And so I felt like um, I, w- I leaned on that a little bit in the sense that I knew as, as long as I trained, I would be able to do the miles. But to kind of push the pace, that type of, you know, that type of thing, um, that is something I feel like if I was part of the community, I would have done more of that. Right. And yeah. so that'll Very be more I focus okay. Next time. <laughs> Listen, speaking of, of being more, now we're talking about the phrase be more today. You've been through this journey. You've been through the training. What does the phrase be more today mean to you? Um, for me, it's um, pushing yourself or being very intentional about pushing yourself to your greatest potential um, and then doing it in a way that is very authentic to you. Um, I feel like sometimes, you know, with these types of things, marathons or like they're very defined templates of what success looks like with these type of things. And I think it's actually, I think it's very different depending on you, your unique, you know, needs, your goals, your objectives and who you are and really tailoring an experience that helps you to push you to be the best that you can be, not necessarily me pushing myself to be Sean, (laughs) Sean Thomas. And so um, that's been a big part of this journey for me, Um, not just finishing the marathon, but just, um, you know, like I said, I had other objectives beyond that and really pushing myself to meet those other objectives um, because that was what was necessary for me um, and my growth. And so um, it's, um, you know, it's been that phrase for me has been has um, been much more meaningful to me, um, meant more to me over the last few months um, because I know my journey is very unique. And um, but it, I'm very happy very happy that it is the way it is. Um, and I know because of that, what, what I'll, you know, ultimately become and be able to show to others is that no matter who you are, no matter what you look like, no matter what shape you are in, um, you can, you know, you can do great things, um, and great things in a way that people may not necessarily see that it's great because of, of who you are, but it's, um, it's been an amazing journey. That's right. Greatness is all relative. And it's an amazing thing. I know your husband's proud of you. I know your kids are proud of you. They, they watch you and do your journey. So what's next now? You've done all these things. You've done all the accomplishments for this year ahead of schedule. What's next on your fitness journey? Well, I'm going to keep on running for sure. That like That's really important to me. Um, I will do another marathon. I don't know which one, <laughs> but I will definitely do another marathon. Um, and I also want to do a lot more running with my kids, actually. Um, and so, you know, they're runners, uh, although they're not, you know, long distance. And, you know, they look at me like I'm crazy when I say, hey, you're going to I need you to run a <laughs> 5K with me. But um, I really want to like this is also a means for me to spend more time with them um, and to get closer to them. So I want to do more of that. Wow. Shout out to the Riley boys. Mom is Giving you guys a challenge. I hope you guys accept it. And I want to see Kevin out here too. Let Kevin <laughs> know that he needs to get his butt also with the crew and get out here and run with us. That's my personal charge to the newly ordained Kevin Riley. 
So. Well, what I'll say, what I did say was that everybody's journey is going to be unique. <laughs> Go ahead, defend your man. It's all good. Defend your man. You got it. Determine what his what his journey will be. Yes. <laughs> Listen, we're very proud of you. Any any shout outs you want to give to anybody who's listening right now? So many. Um, certainly, this club. I think between you, Sean, and Ishmael, there were different parts of the journey where I didn't want to, I was, I was about to jump off. Right? <laughs> um, and both of you really kind of stepped in and really talked me off the ledge. Um, and really, like I said, showed me that I can do this um, no matter what. Um, certainly the, you know, the ladies who ran the race with me, they were role models for me. Like, you know, I would see like Martine and Shanice right in. I was like, okay, let me try to keep up with them a little bit longer. So- <laughs> Um, our line also, who just kept talking in my ear and giving me various tips in regards to how to take on different portions of the race. Um, I do want to give a shout out to a, a young lady named um, Jordan from DNI Fitness. I wasn't always able to get over, um, you know, the bridge to to New York, um, and so she helped me while I was in New Jersey and you know, helping me with like strength and conditioning. And I would be cursing her because I don't like that at all. <laughs> and so I'm very you know, have, you know, um, really appreciative of everything that she did. And certainly I'm very appreciative of my family because um, there were some trade-offs that had to be made. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't always there on, you know, certainly on Sat on Sundays and, you know, a lot of long, you know, <clears throat> you know, periods of time away and they were real troopers. So I really give them a shout out. And they were also just very like, um, um, supportive in the way that they were really inspiring me to kind of keep for like, how many miles did you do today? How many are you going to do next, <laughs> next week? Just like, just making sure that they were holding me accountable, but also just inspire me to keep on doing more. So I was, I'm very appreciative for, for the support that they gave me. I love it. I love it. I love it. At this time, we bring all of our guests back on for one little final charge. Let's bring everybody back on and, I want to just say personally, I appreciate each and every last one of you. Uh, literally, I think about Carlene traveling from Jersey, Martine from Long Island, Keith and Shanice from the Brooklyn area. And I had someone who literally uh, called me last week asking to be a part of the club, but she said she lives in Long Island. She's a part of a running club and she has a hard time because she, although she has a club that's in Brooklyn, she or no, that they're actually in the Bronx. But she feels like that's just so far for her and she feels so isolated. And how would our run club be able to help her? I said, look, we have somebody who lives in Long Island also that you can run with out there. Or you guys maybe even carpool in the meet us at Barclays. So we may actually see her sometime next year. So Martina would have a Long Island connection with someone closer to you. But like each of you mentioned, you each have inspired someone to do this. And I've gotten an issue can also affirm this. We've gotten so many people since Marathon Day who said, hey, I want to join you guys next year. Hey, I saw what you guys did and I want to be a part. And it's thanks to you and to your work and to your work ethic and you finishing the race because now you're inspiring others who want to be a part of this journey. So kudos to each and every last one of you. And I just want to remind everyone about the quote from today which is very, very simple. It is good to have an end to journey towards, but it is the journey that matters in the end. Each of you have done that. You've gone towards your journey. And now the journey really is beginning. For some of you, it's really about your life. It's really about the health stuff. For some, it's about family. For some, it's about legacy. Whatever the case may be, now is the time for us to all go out there, Ish and myself included, 
and to make next year even bigger than this year. And that may be time, that may be uh, doing more races, it may be doing less races, it may be more self-care, it may be recognizing that running might not be the thing, maybe it's going to be just the conditioning that's going to keep you forward, do maybe one race next year, whatever the case may be, let's just go out there all together collectively and be more today. So shout out to our running club and everyone who watched us on this show today. We appreciate each and every last one of you. And this running club is special. I mean, this is pretty much the embodiment of what Ish and I talked about when it comes to community and about being uh, the brand when it comes to the love that, you know, we can talk about Christianity, of course, on the show because we all are Christians, but it's bigger than just showing love. It's really about sharing that love and living that thing every single day. And this club does that. It embraces everybody, no matter where you're from, what you're doing. And we all get through these things together. So I appreciate each and every last one of you. And Ish, uh, any final words you want to say to the class of 2022? Um, to the class of 2022, congratulations on your accomplishment. Um, it was not easy, but to see the commitment from each and every one of you was awesome. Um, we have a, uh, my wife has a Bayesian saying like, my eyes can cut you kind of thing. And I definitely got a whole lot of that. And it was great to get that while still seeing you out there. And, um, you know, that's kind of the embodiment of this whole thing. You may not like every single portion of it, but when you cross the finish line during that journey, you understand what you went through and why you went through it. So my only charge to you is that people are looking at you now, just like they looked at us, just like you guys looked at us. Um, I hope to hear from you guys in the future about said person who wants to go on the same journey you did. And Sean and I could just be like, we don't have to tell them nothing because Shanice did it or because you know, Keita did it, or Martine did it, or Carlene did it. And then you, we can basically be like, we know that it's in the right hands. So congratulations to all of you. You guys deserve it. Awesome. Awesome. We appreciate each and every one of you. And as always, as I say, folks, continue to watch us and be more today for our swag store, our more merch, our podcast every single Monday. And next week, tune in next week, Sunday, for our final show of the year featuring NFL superstar Tiki Barber. He'll be on the show next week for our final show for the year. You do not want to miss that. As I always say, uh, if you want to send me any notes or notes about the running club, if you want to join us, come and join us. We are an amazing running club based out in Brooklyn. You can email me directly at drshawnabmorsey.com or go on our socials and follow Spartan Sunday Running Club on Instagram and on Facebook. And as I always say, folks, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life and continue to take your steps greatness to be the best version of you. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. Peace.